Well, hello again, everybody. No, this is not God talking. This is Chester Franklin. I know. It's been a while, right? What do you think? Something happened to me? You wouldn't hear from me again? No. Heart's still beating. I'm still ticking. I'm still fighting the good fight. Um, I have recorded a few episodes within the last month, um, but due to technical difficulties, I couldn't get them released to you guys. But I hope in the meantime, you've been catching up with the last two uh, episodes that I put out, episode 41, Ariel, the Hot Sauce Addict, and episode 42, Ruben, the Knight. Those were both my my first two video interviews that you can find on YouTube. If you want to find them on YouTube, all you have to do is type in Fork and Socket Podcast with no spaces. Just type it in the search bar, and if you see a white guy behind a microphone with a blue background, you've reached your destination. If you don't want to watch YouTube, the videos kind of aren't your thing, you more prefer audio, you can still find me on all podcasting platforms, including uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Breaker, Bullhorn, I mean, pretty much anything that you can think of. Uh except iHeartRadio, I'm I'm on every podcast platform. So if you want to listen to the podcasts, I suggest those two, those two most recent podcasts. And uh, I also would hope that you would go to YouTube and watch the videos and like and subscribe, leave a comment. I'm really trying to get the, the YouTube thing going. Um, I've slacked off on Twitter, but you can find me on Twitter at Podcast Fork. You can find me on Instagram at fork underscore in underscore socket underscore podcast. And um, my my first video interview with Ariel the Hot Sauce Addict, episode 41, which you can find on YouTube and on all podcast platforms audio, audio-wise, um, you know, Ariel's been going through some health issues. She recently got a spinal tap. And she's going to get a, a shunt put in her brain soon. So... If anybody wants to reach out to her and send her some well wishes, you can find her on Instagram at WarpedMind41. A very good person. Um, I really appreciate all she's done for the podcast with with interviewing with me. And um, I'm actually going to reach out to her today via text just to kind of check up on her, but... Everyone else should um, go ahead and, and check her out. Follow her on Instagram. And then Ruben, my friend Ruben. Ruben, I haven't forgot about you. I'm going to check in on him today also. I work graveyards now, so I, I got to check out, check in with these people before I go to sleep. But um, Ruben's another good dude. Very funny, very knowledgeable, and an intellectual, and also a savage medieval knight in in the modern era 
You can find him on Instagram, and I, I recommend it, especially if you're into medieval stuff or you have any interest in, in things like that, in, in armor, in competition fighting. Um, he also has a martial arts background. If you're in anything like that, I mean, real good dude. I, I appreciate him a lot for doing my second video interview. You can find him on Instagram at Lobo, that's L-O-B-O, Capua, C-A-P-P-U-A, and no, there's no spaces, just at Lobo Capua on Instagram. But let's get into the episode. This will be episode 43, and I am sorry for the wait. Things come up. I've had a few technical difficulties posting other videos and, and doing other episodes that I have begun. So I'm going to start from scratch with this episode. It's been about a month since you heard from me last. I'm still alive. I'm still ticking. You know? Um, yeah, pretty much. My mind's just been constantly running. Because I do an episode and then maybe something messed up with my equipment. Then I just kind of, I kind of scrap everything. And I want to constantly be able to come up with stuff off of the top of my head. I want to constantly be able to give you new and fresh material that's not rehearsed. That is my goal. I want to be as spontaneous as possible on these podcasts. So one, th one thing that I did since I haven't came out with an episode in a month is I've been thinking about knock-knock jokes. And my some of my children's favorite knock-knock joke is as follows. Knock-knock. Who's there? Orange. Oh, fuck. I already fucked it up. God damn it. Sorry. Wait. Yeah, okay. So, knock-knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Orange, you glad I didn't say banana? <laughs> Fucking classic. Classic. Now... It took me to say that joke to really just <laughs> appreciate it how they appreciated it. But I get it. That actually is a good knock-knock joke. But my idea was how can I make knock-knock jokes better? Or how can I make them more relevant? Or how can I make them more adult-like? Or you know how my comedy is. It's, it's pretty. It could be raunchy. It could be edgy. It could be right or wrong. So here are some knock-knock jokes that I've been working on since the last few times that I um, really came out with a podcast or talked to my audience. And I re again, I really appreciate you guys coming back and, and joining me after all this time. I haven't forgot about you, and I sure did miss you, and I hope you missed me too. But without further ado, here's here I have, well, I, I really only came out with three new knock-knock jokes. Okay, so... Here we go. First one. Here we go. Okay. 
and I'll pl- I'll play your role too. I'll do like both knock knock and who's there since as an audience you can't really interact with me through this podcast. Okay, here we go. Knock knock. Who's there? It's the police. The police who? Boom 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 boom. I don't I don't know how you guys feel about that one. Um let that seep seep in, seep in for a minute. All right, this is my this is my second one. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Knock knock. Who's there? Not the police. Not the police who? Just kidding. It's the police. Boom 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 boom. Huh? What do you guys think? For some reason, I feel like I'm hearing crickets. I can't actually hear crickets, but... Okay, well, if those two didn't sink, didn't sink in, didn't really hit home with you... Um, okay, I got, I, I got a perfect one. Here we go. Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Elmer Torres from Over the Fence Podcast... And my assistant, who's who's uh, uh, registered on Megan'sLaw.org and um, on cocaine, and we're definitely not going to come rape you. Um, Elmer Torres from Over the Fence Podcast and, and his assistant... Who's on Megan'sLaw.org and is also doing cocaine? Who definitely won't rape me? Who? Just kidding. We're both here to rape you. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, and that, that's pretty much all I've worked on so far. Um, I'm still, like, you know, polishing, I guess, the. I don't know how you would say it. Polishing up the rough edges. I'm still trying to work it out. I'm still working it out. But I'm pretty sure that these knock-knock jokes that I'm working on are going to be pure gold when I finally hash out everything and, and you know, zero in on the punchline. And, yeah, it's all going to work out. I can't wait to get on stage and tell them. But anyway, um, besides the knock-knock jokes, you know, I've just been kind of observing human behavior and you know uh in my in my daily life and in even in my in my past I've been around a lot of Asian people like specifically Asian people and Mexican people but I want to start off by saying you know I really don't approve of this Asian hate stuff going on and let's you know, what do you think, guys? You think you think we can work as a team and kind of just, you know, stop beating up Asians? I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I get frustrated, too. Um, well, I mostly get frustrated, I think, probably with... I don't want to say this and sound racist because I'm not. Just 
I sometimes I get frustrated with Filipinos. I'm just gonna say it. I, I'm just gonna say it, and it has nothing to do with anything else except for their for their diet. And and honestly, Mexican people do the same thing. So I'm gonna say, or Latinos in general. Um, I'm just gonna say I get frustrated with your guys' diets. Um, I grew up around a lot of Latinos and every time I went to their house every night all their mom would cook is Mexican food and she didn't speak a whole bunch of English and she would only cook Mexican food and it took for me to be 31 years old to put my frustrations aside and actually eat Mexican food. So I go to a lot of taco trucks and I, I prefer the taco trucks where they don't really speak English. And the food is great. Don't get me wrong. I love the food. But after a week, I'm burnt out. But as it would happen, um, all of my Mexican friends can literally eat Mexican food 24-7. Okay. Now, Filipinos, they're not Asian. Technically, they're um, Pacific Islander because the Philippines is in the Pacific. And it's kind of the same story with them. Over the years, I've worked with a lot of Filipinos, and it's always the same food that they bring for lunch, okay? That's fine. You like what you like, okay? It's a part of your, your culture, Who's to really hate on that? All I'm saying is from an observer, it's annoying to watch you eat the same fucking food all the time. Okay? You're in America. And I'm no Trump supporter, and I'm no America first person, and I'm, I'm, I'm none of that. My grandparents are immigrants from Portugal, and my... You know, on my mother's side, she's just kind of a mix of everything, you know. Um, we might even be half Pomeranian, for all I fucking know, on her side. Um, you see, but but white people, they say, don't have culture. But there, there's a positive to that. Because white people, one night, a white mom might make spaghetti. Okay? That's Italian. Or might order pizza. Okay, that's also Italian. Um, a white mom might make casserole. Uh, that's probably some sort of white, a casserole. Um, what else would a white mom make? Probably, you know, she would probably do her best to make some fried chicken. Uh, might order out, get some Chinese food, sweet and sour pork. I mean, you know, white people eat everything. All of the time. You know, this is America. If we want, we just go to McDonald's. Okay? Cheeseburgers. Uh, you can go to Taco Bell. Mexican food. Amerimex, as I like to call it. Or we can go to a taco truck. We can eat Mexican food. I mean, pretty much everything is on the table for white people. If you're judging people in China because they eat bats and dogs and stuff... Just have a dinner 
just, I don't know, maybe have a dinner, dinner for a week with a white family and you would be surprised all the stuff that we eat. I guess because we don't have culture, we eat a little bit of everything. And not to take away from anybody's culture, they shouldn't have culture. I think that some people should probably lose a little bit of their culture and expand outside of beans every day or tortillas every day, you know, when it comes to Latinos. Okay, if you're, if you're, you know, Filipino, how about you cut out rice for one fucking meal? How about that? Why don't you, you come to work every day with a Tupperware of rice and whatever else, but it's, it's always the same. You moved from Mexico, you moved from the Philippines, shit, you moved from fucking, fucking Sweden. You don't see Swedish people come over here and all they eat is lutefisk. When you're in America, that's the beauty of America. You could have anything that you want and you still choose just to eat the same fucking thing every fucking day. And look, that's also the beauty of America is everyone has the freedom to do what they want to do. I'm just saying, I think some of y'all are limiting limiting yourself. So after that potentially negative rant, let's do some positives because there's a lot of hate in the world right now. So I'm going to, I'm going to do pretty much like a full 180. Um, there are some positives that, that United States citizens can, can think of when thinking of other cultures. Let's stop hating each other just based on our foods and stuff. Let's make each other smile. How about that? And smile with food at that. One thing that I know, you know, because Filipinos, as I mentioned before, they're they're Pacific Islander, but they're being beat up just like every other person that has a li- even the slightest slanted eyes, even the teeny tiny bit of slanted eyes that they may have. Um, honestly, most people in the United States, as far as like, if they're, if they're white or black or Mexican, probably even like Latino, like, you know, that, that includes like, you know, Salvadorian, Cuban, all, all that. Uh, a lot of people can't really tell the difference between Asians, just like white people all look the same. Um, Asian, Asian people kind of look the same and then it kind of affects Filipinos unfairly. And so Filipinos right now are also getting beaten up. So I would suggest, this is my challenge to you today, is, you know, be a shining light in a Filipino's life today. Make them smile. And I know the perfect way to make them smile. And it's very simple. It takes really no effort at all on your part. So, so go for it. It's free. If you see a, if you see a Filipino today, please 
say the word adobo or perhaps say the sentence, you know what I love? Adobo. And watch that grin. As soon as you say adobo, you don't even have to say I love. You could say, I love. And and they're just going to stare at you. They won't smile yet. They're going to be looking at you like, okay. As soon as you say the word adobo, they're going to go, adobo? Oh, adobo, adobo. And I witnessed this firsthand uh, at one of my jobs. Um, one of my coworkers was talking about adobo as she was opening a door and there happened to be other Filipinos outside, outside of that door. And they heard the word adobo and they instantly smiled. It was like a, it was like a chain reaction. It was like when you, when you, um, line up dominoes and you knock one over and then the next one gets hit and the next one gets hit and the next one gets hit and they all like fall over. Except these these Filipinos, they didn't fall over. They all broke out with smiles. So if you say adobo to one Filipino, you potentially have the reach of tens to a hundred Filipinos. So so tell them adobo or say, I love adobo and watch how far it goes and how many Filipinos you comfort and make happy. And that is the change that you can make in the world today. Stop hitting Filipinos. Stop calling them Asian racial slurs. They're not Asian. And make a a positive change in the world today. That's all you have to do. Okay? Alternatively, not all people that look Mexican are Mexican. I've recently seen a movement that says stop, uh, stop, I think Latino hate, something like that. So yes, let, let's do that. Stop beating up Puerto Ricans and calling them Mexican. Stop beating up Hondurans and calling them either Mexican or Samoans. Stop it. Stop the hate. Stop Latino hate in general. Okay. All right. So today I also ask of you, let's make Latino smile. Okay? And this is how you can make Latino smile. Say the word ceviche. As soon as you say ceviche, it's like, oh, ceviche, yeah, ceviche, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that was kind of racist. Okay. No, but they, they, as a group, as a whole, I've known multiple types of Latinos or races or, I don't know what you would really say. I wouldn't say race, but nationalities, people from different nations, Latin Americans, they love ceviche. As soon as you see ceviche, watch that smile come across their face. And if you reach one Latino today, you did your job.
And if you reach one Filipino today by saying adobo, you did your job. But the chances are it's going to be a chain reaction and you're going to you're going to reach more than that individual. As soon as you even say ceviche or adobo, I guarantee that somebody that hears those words is going to make it and they're going to feed it to their family. You know, be be the change you want to see in the world. Okay? Start spreading positivity. You know, I it really does make me wish that white people did have culture. Only because there's not really a word that you could stop them from being ang- like there's not a word you could say to stop them from being angry. I mean, you might be able to say like Mountain Dew or 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 pepperoni pizza. But I mean, you say something like that to me, it's not going to make me smile because personally, you know, I, my favorite soda is Mr. Pibb. Mountain Dew is a close second or third, don't get me wrong, but it's just not going to kind of produce that smile that's saying adobo to a Filipino or ceviche to a, a Latino is, is really just not going to work the same. It's not going to really cross over. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, and when it comes to African Americans trying to say something along the lines of fried chicken or watermelon, that's just racist, and it's not going to get any smiles. It's just not. It it doesn't. Yeah, it just doesn't convert over. Um, if you see a Japanese person, maybe I guess you could say sushi. That's the only food I know that they make. Um, I don't know if they, I don't even really think that that smile comes along. Um, the only time I get a smile when I'm talking about sushi is usually when I go there to eat and they want a good tip. And so they overindulge me in, in sake, um, hot sake only. If you drink cold sake, you're, you're the fucking devil. Um, okay, well. That was kind of my rant for the day. Go make a change in another race's life because in America right now, we're so divided that honestly, we need to come together. And now you have a few key tools that you know that no matter how white you are, I don't care if you came from fucking uh, Germany or Denmark or you came from Israel or you came from North Africa, South Africa, you can come here today and utter the word adobo. You can come here and utter the word ceviche and change somebody's whole day. So be the change you want to see in the world. Go out there, everybody. Make somebody smile today. And just be a good person. That's what a good person is. Is somebody who... Who, who cares for others, who cares about others' feelings. And maybe that's why I'm not a good person because I, I don't really care, but but I care in this instance. Like, I'm not, I'm not sitting here being racist. I just, you know, I do care, and that's why I'm spreading the word for you to also care so that you can make somebody else's day. Um, before I go, I just had one one last thought that just sparked into my head. So I hope you're still listening. Um, okay. 
porn. Let's get down to brass tacks here. Porn. Okay. Um, I used to watch porn. I still do, but I used to too. <laughs> okay, that's that's a restructured Mitch Hedberg joke. Um, no, I don't. I don't watch porn anymore, but mainly for one reason. Okay, and tell me, tell me if I'm wrong. I got a question to pose to you guys today. I'm not talking about gay porn, but just like even heterosexual porn where it's a man and a woman. Um, isn't that still kind of gay? Tell me if I'm wrong. You can send me a message through the uh, through the Anchor app. But am I wrong? Because as a man, I can only speak as a heterosexual male at this point right now. You know, if in the past I I did used to really watch a lot of porn, and um, you see a naked woman, you start seeing her getting pounded to death, or half to death, I guess, sometimes to death, but that's a website I'll never tell you about. But you see a woman getting banged out, and what? does a heterosexual male do? He grabs his cock and he starts tugging at his rod. He starts tugging at it. So don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not gay because you're, I, th- I don't think, because you're looking at tits. You're looking at vagina and sometimes butthole. Okay. But what makes you grab your meat? Isn't that kind of gay? Like, you're looking at a woman, but you're grabbing a cock. It's your own cock. It's your own cock. But isn't that gay if you're a straight man, you're grabbing a cock, even though it's your own? I don't really see how it translates to fucking a woman. If you're watching a woman being fucked, your first instinct is to grab a penis? I don't know. I want you guys to to mull that over as my audience and and get back to me. Does porn make people gay? I mean, there's gay porn out there. You can see a man do another man. And then you grab your wiener and that would make more sense. If you're a woman watching two women eat each other out and you rub your, your stuff, you know, you, uh... You flip your clam open and shut. You know, I kind of get it, you know, because that's what you're watching. But when you're watching as a heterosexual, watching a woman get done. um, But you're grabbing your penis. It just that's kind of. When I really think about it, you know, psychologically or. When I connect, conduct my own psychoanalysis on the whole idea, doesn't that sound a little twisted? Isn't it a little gay? I don't know. Maybe I'm confused. Let me know. Uh, Your thoughts. This has been episode 43 of the Fork and Socket podcast. It is a non-videoed podcast. This will not be on YouTube at least... um, 
right now. I didn't record it as a video, so if it does appear on YouTube at a later time, it will be audio only with maybe, you know, a background or something, a background image. But at this time, this will not appear on YouTube. This is strictly an audio podcast for the time being. I hope you hung in there for the whole thing. It's been a month. This month, May 2021, marks my one year since I started the podcast. So I hope you hung in there. I hope you appreciate the content. I'll try to get all the bugs worked out with the other stuff with the studio. And if not, I'll, I will do my best to maintain a better regimen when it comes to even the audio only portion of the podcast. I love you guys. Never forget that. That's what my that's that's what my mom used to say every time she used to go to the uh, to the crazy house. So I like to tell you guys that. I love you guys. Bye bye.